Welcome back to the Gen Z Hockey Podcast, guys. Um, it's Yaro Zahar and Lucas. We are back. Um, yeah. Um, here, here on a Friday again. Another, Friday again. Another yeah. weird Friday. Uh, next week. Actually, next week, I don't know what my plans are. So it's probably going to be next Thursday or Wednesday. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Um, we have quite a bit of news today uh, for this episode. Um, what do you want to start with? Um, uh, let's start with the dates. I think the dates are probably the most important thing. Dates? Yeah. Okay. Let's start with that then. Um, so over the last week or so, we got more information about like the deal and like just the con- uh, contract negotiation between the Players Association and the NHL. And so these are the dates that we have um, for when the NHL is back. Um, July 13th, start of training camp. July 26th, uh, teams travel to hub cities. August 1st is start of qualifying round. So that's in about three weeks is when we're going to have hockey back. Christmas, Christmas. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch. It's going to be on that long weekend in Canada is going to start off with hockey. And, you know, like it's, it's extremely exciting to think that we're, that we were so, you know, we were just halted like the rest of the world. Yeah. Like NHL was just halted. But to think that we've, We've come, we've come so far to have it that we could have have a hockey season, and yeah. I, I kept I keep thinking because people people are still going to say this season doesn't count. Yeah. I think it might be. I think personally, this might be one of the hardest fought cups in in the league's history. Yeah. Like like, what do you think? Like, do you think that this will be like yeah, one of those? Yeah, I think. Okay, in in the sense of it doesn't count, it might not count because the, we didn't finish off the regular season. But in in the playoff, like just playoffs, looking at playoffs, then yes, this is gonna be the most like hard fought playoffs that has taken place in the all in the all of NHL or the whole history of the NHL because ninety five percent of players are gonna be perfectly healthy, the healthiest they've been since the beginning of the season. And that's just gonna allow them to just show off their skills and just fly, basically, for the big for the beginning of this. And yeah, I think, yeah, it's gonna be the best, like, plus playoffs. That's gonna be. So, and I think the reason why people think it won't count is just because of the twenty four teams. I, I I get it, but realistically, no one's gonna go into the quarterfinals who doesn't deserve it. Yeah. So and if you if you're a team that if you're like a seven seed that gets upset by a ten, well, you didn't deserve it. Yeah, exactly. Um, one thing that I was like, I, I was like, listened to or like I was watching somewhere that like they were saying that there could be chances that teams just get swept in three games, four games, and like it just it's gonna come out of nowhere and it's just gonna like some random teams are gonna sweep them and it's gonna be like just not chaos but like. like it's you're not gonna be able to like guess that's just it, hockey. anything that's gonna happen. Look at Tampa. Yeah, yeah, I that's guess that's just like but that's like, just hockey. Yeah, yeah. Okay, teams are gonna get swept. Well, that's just hockey. <laughs> you know, like crazy shit happens in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Up like 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 in the playoffs, up is down, left is right. Like like just crazy stuff happens. Like and I, and I won't even use um 
so, you know, you obviously have Tampa as the example last year, but just I think the, the biggest example of that is every single division winner last year lost in the first round. Yeah. Like, which was surprising because, which is, which was the most surprising. Yeah. And that's just how hockey, that's just how hockey is. It's, it's crazy. And that's why the NHL playoffs can be, it can be entertaining hockey under, you know, uh, under the right circumstances because, most of the time in basketball, like the first two rounds are usually like the first the better team the first wins. Round. The first round, there's no upsets. Yeah, and the second round, you see some upsets. And 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 hockey, it's fair game for everyone. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to watch. Just see how like when the players are coming back, and just see how the play is. Because I think the play is gonna be terrible, as September, uh, October hockey usually is. Um, I. I disagree. See, the reason why I disagree is I was watching, I was watching uh, MLS just came back and yeah, I was I watching some of it just that. for, I was watching it just for, just for, for something, for something. And I know soccer and hockey are two very, very different sports, but they came back and it didn't seem like, it didn't seem like it was, you know, everyone was skipping a beat and everyone yeah, no it didn't seem like step. everyone was slow that you know oh this oh it's just completely different it seemed like you know whatever regular mls is now granted i'm not the biggest mls guy but it didn't seem like everyone was slower than than usual so yeah i think the hockey will be it'll be a little worse i don't think it's going to be extremely worse or extraordinarily worse yeah, i yeah. think it'll be yeah either way entertaining as hell see okay talking about the mls for a second um they have an issue where like three teams already had to get like disqualified or had to s- skip the tournament because too many of the players had COVID. Mm-hmm. If that happens in one of these hotels, what, ha- what do you like, like what's going to happen to those teams? Realistically, they just shut down the season. If it happens yeah. in one of the hotels, everyone's going to get it. And then they just yeah. shut down the season. That's like, that's point, just, but... that's just what's going to happen. Let's see, like, uh, Toronto was supposed to play today at 8, uh, 8 p.m. or whatever. But because mm-hmm. the team, the whole team, had, like, there were seven or eight players that had COVID. I think it was Dallas. FC Dallas was supposed yeah, to. Yeah, FC Dallas and Nashville, uh, I think, Nashville, too. Nashville, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, that they just pulled out. And now it just it's a waiting game to see what teams are healthy enough to play. And we'll see what happens from now. But yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see what. But I think happens. if that if that happens in the NHL, if it happens in any one of the hotels, you have to shut down the season because everyone's gonna yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So talking because last week or two weeks ago, last week or two weeks ago, we reported that Austin Matthews had COVID, and just regarding like players tests. Uh, if a t- player, this is from Chris Johnson on Twitter, uh, reporter Chris. Uh, if a player test positive uh, for COVID or develop symptoms in either phase three or phase four teams are not permitted to share that information with the media or public uh, absent prior approval from the NHL. Uh, uh, they're going to be working together with the national uh, national uh, players, uh, national leagues, national hockey leagues players association. There you go. God damn, the NHL PA. Congratulations. Now. Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go off. I already went off, but you see how it's it's on the players and it's on the team to release certain 
ailments yeah. and certain certain illnesses that their players have. It's not on the reporter to go and dig and dig and dig to find it because that's just offside, per my opinion. Yeah. So, I, I said my piece, but that that just further that just further um, further shows how the the team and the player have the right to withhold information from from everyone, yeah. and it's yeah. not right to just fish for it. Now, do you think that? Do you think that all teams should be releasing? Even even though it's even though it's their decision, do you think that if they if they're if they know th- it, should they should they release it? I think they should be releasing that a player does have it. Like they, that they like that there's a player. Okay, so let's say like I think it was like the basketball thing where like five players had it, so they released that they said that five players have the virus and they're quarantining. Yeah, not not naming names. Not naming names because I think if you say that a player has it, then the, that player's fans or just the public in general will be like, okay, this is an actual issue that we have to think. It's it's been like we've gone this far and stuff where people still don't understand that it's an issue, or I think majority understand that it's an issue and they should wear masks and stuff. But there are some that still don't believe it, and it'd be better if like people start to realize that it's an actual issue and wear masks. Well, in Toronto and in the Peel region, you already ha- it's masks are basically mandatory, so Oh, they're 100% mandatory. I was hang- I was hanging out with uh, a friend on Tuesday. We couldn't uh, it was like it felt like 45 degrees in Toronto. Yeah, it so was if you're so not, insanely hot. Uh, so for the last week or so, I was up north and it's it was 35 degrees up north. That's before humidity, before anything else. There's zero zero wind so when you were on the beach it was like a frying pan it was terrible but the water was really nice and i got like sunburned like three times but that's fine oh it's but great in toronto great. but yeah so, so i was just hanging out with a friend 400 degrees here oh it's, it was terrible ridiculous. i was just hanging out with a friend like in etobicoke yeah. and it felt like it was like 45 degrees we tried to go yeah, to yeah. braxton we tried to go into baskin robbins they kicked us out because we didn't have masks which they should do because that's the yeah. right thing to do yeah, yeah and so back to hockey um it's it's all their decision whether whether they want to or not yeah but um there will be we we have to we have to accept the fact when when this starts someone will get it there will be someone to get it it's gonna happen yeah and when that happens we all have to be prepared we all have to be ready and we all have to take we all have to be safe and the players should know that and i know i know the players do know that so does the coaching staff and um, they're they have to be, they have to be as safe and keep as many precautions as possible. Now, question for you: The players do not need dress codes. They do not have to follow any dress codes. Who on the Leafs is going to show up in the most flashy summer outfit in the history of NHL outfits? Is wait is dress codes like they have to wear a suit before the game? Is that they don't like... have they don't have to? They no, 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 I know, but to. like, it, it let's say they had a dress code, then it's Would like that... it's wear a suit. Yeah, you, you have, have to, to wear a suit. A suit. Oh, okay. That's so since there's no dress code, code, who on the Leafs is going to show up Neilander. with some Gucci? Neilander. Yeah, hundred percent. That's exactly I was, what I thought. I was going to say Neilander or Kapanen. Okay, but I think Austin's got some style too. Yeah, he has some style, but I think at, like to dress the most ridiculous, it'd be Kapanen because Kapanen always roasts everyone for the way they dress. Mm-hmm. So it'd be either Kapanen or Neilander. And yeah. it's and and. 
when Nylander comes, you're just going to see all the old, old people. Uh, yeah, they're all going to be complaining. How he doesn't respect hockey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and because he's because at so many press conferences, he's shown up at like he's he's shown up in like some Gucci like glasses or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, oh, he doesn't respect the game. It's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be great. I, no, I can't wait. If to Don see it. if Don Cherry was still on air and found out that there's no dress code, he would lose it. What is this? You know, what is this BS over here? You know, they're coming in with their shorts and their their uh, their t-shirts. It's like they're, they're going to flops over here. Flippy flops. That's my that, that's my that's my uh, that's my Don. I've, Don Cherry. I've, yeah, I've, I have a good Don Cherry. <laughs> um, some other dates: um, uh, Stanley Cup Finals, September twentieth to October second, at latest. Uh, tentative date of draft October 6th. Uh, 2021, uh, 2020-2021 camps opening uh, tentative, which is like it can change. Uh, November 17th, season starting around December 1st. Yeah, so we're going to have a pretty big turnaround when it comes to like uh, uh, when, it, when it comes to the season being over and then the season starting. So it'll be like two months, but uh, was there a, was there a date for any free agency there, or did or yeah, has I, it not be announced? I didn't see it here. Let me just look over it. Um, uh, there, there definitely, there definitely just couldn't be, and that's that's fine. But there's, it's it so looks like we're just gonna have such a short off season because this has been our off season. Yeah, and there are, and I'm not complaining at all because you know the more hockey I get, the like. The more hockey I get, the better. Like the better it is, but like it's just it's so it's so weird thinking that we're we're just gonna turn around in, in, in two months, and I mean, you you probably could have the you could probably have the the free agency at like mid October or or like the first week in November. Yeah. One second. But then again. Maybe not. Maybe about the first week in November, because like you only get a month to get accustomed to your new teams. You start, you know, training yeah. camps and stuff. I don't know. Uh, it's gonna be a really quick turnaround, cause what? It's let's say they end like early October, end of mid November. They're already back on training camp. Like that's mm-hmm. gonna be a quick turnaround. I'm. I think they might have. No, are they gonna play? Yeah, I think they're gonna play eighty-two seasons. Eighty-two um, seasons. Uh, sorry, eighty-two games. My bad. Yeah, 80, um, they're, they're okay. Their thing in doing eighty-two games. Uh, if they if they want to go into like July, then yeah. fine. But if they want to do eight, an eighty-two game season and end like they would in a regular in a regular yeah. season, uh, they're out of their minds. Every team's yeah. gonna be extremely exhausted. Like it's gonna. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be it's interesting. Not gonna be, it's gonna it's be not gonna be. It's not gonna be good for the for the players. It's not going to be good for them because they're going to be gassed. It's going to be interesting to see next year's playoffs when it's going to be such a short turnaround and just it's it's either going to be a slugfest or just going to be the young teams that play good because the young teams have young players, therefore they're like the sharks. Like the sharks aren't going to be aren't going to be blowing the doors off teams going anywhere because just they have they they have such older players and Um, and and. Yeah, that's, that's basically it because there's – I don't see a scenario where they could start in December and end in June. 
but I do see a scenario where they can start in December and end in late July. Yeah. And then start and then start, and then start in, and then start up in September, like a like like they would. Yeah. yeah. Um, so one a couple of other things that came out from the whole new like contract or the new negotiations. CBA. CBA, yeah. Um one second. They are going to the Olympics. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, apparently they're going to, uh, to, uh, they're going to the Olympics, um, to 2022 in Beijing and 2026 in Milan. Um, wow. For some, for some reason there's gonna be the, uh, winter Olympics in Milan for some reason. Um, all right. That's that. Uh, that has nothing to do. That has nothing to do with the NHL. That yeah, has to do with the. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's to do with the like. That's the first the thing I'm finding choosing. out. Yeah, that's the first that's, thing. First that's time very. That's very odd that they would have it there. Yeah. Um. They're gonna freeze the salary cap for the next two, two to three years. So that's gonna suck. Um. It's gonna okay. It, it's gonna suck for us just because we're Leaf fans. Yeah. But. I okay. Can if realistically. They're gonna freeze the salary cap. Yes, yes, that's and that's gonna that's gonna happen. It's, yeah, it's gonna suck. Teams like teams like the Rangers, teams like the Leafs, teams like the Habs, you know, the Bruins. Um, maybe maybe not the Bruins, but like the Rangers, Leafs, and Habs. Uh, other big market teams. Weren't the Leafs like in the hundred millions this year of of yeah. like oh not not in over the salary cap, but they were over the salary cap to the point where they were spending a hundred million dollars <laughs> somehow. So yeah, um, the Leafs. The Leafs are gonna have to do. They're gonna have to do something. They're definitely gonna have to do something, and it's gonna. And no one could have planned for this. It, it had. It happened. It's sad, but I. I think that that a positive to come out of that. A a positive is that it stay. Is that it's gonna stay flat. I was so worried it was gonna drop at least like five ten million, because at that point you're extremely screwed. It stays flat. Okay, you didn't. You didn't plan on it. You know, you would want it to be. You'd want it to go up. It didn't, so you're gonna have to fi- find a way. But I believe, I, I believe that the the Leafs in this scenario are able to find a way. Or have to move around some guys, free up some cap space. You've committed to these. You, people are talking about trading Mitch Marner. I get it. I get it. It's a possibility. You've, but they've committed. They've committed to these guys for so many long term years. Yeah. I don't see it. I I more don't see it to make sense because. Because they because they decided to to commit to it, we saw, yeah. we we have seen that that their plan revolves around these guys. Yeah. If you want to tr- if you want to put some mock trade, fine. That's that's your right. You can do whatever you want. But if they if they make a choice to trade him, then they've just thrown their entire plan out the window. I would yeah. be more concerned if they traded him. Because that to me shows they don't that that that, that to me would definitely show they that gave up on that their, their plan that they just gave up on their plan and that yeah. were extremely screwed. Okay, I know uh, you just, talked about earlier earlier yeah. like a couple like a few months ago to trade him. I still disagree with you. I don't know if you still think that now, but but I don't. I, I would be I would be extremely concerned if they did because it very much shows that their plan has gone out the window. Yeah. Uh, one more thing is the CBA is going to last till 2025, 2026 season. So that's about five, six years of peace. So we don't have to deal with that. And, and for the NHL, th- for the league as a yeah. whole, P- PA, the league, you know, for both sides, it's a huge win because 
the NHL has had such such a history of of you know CBAs that went up. You're locking out the season for half a season or full, or a full season. You know you're talking uh, you know SDP the Steve Angle podcast talked about for years. Like you know what are we going to do during the next lockout? It's not going to come. Yeah, we're we're going to have hockey. There's going to be a piece, and we're going to pick we're going to pick this up in many years from now. It's going to be it's going to be it's it's future future NHLPA's yeah. problem. And um, I'm sure I'm sure there are definitely players that don't agree with the CBA. It's it's the lesser. I'm, I'm sure it was the lesser of some evils, yeah. and it's 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 a huge win for the league as a whole because like, they have had such a bad history. Yeah, but there are like other things that like are, look good. Like it's um like uh the minimum salaries going up for the next in the next couple of years. Um, no trade clause can get transferred for some reason. What's that mean? Um, is okay. So you know how like no tr- no uh, all no trade and no move clauses will travel with the player in a trade, even if the player is traded before the clause kicks in. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Because um, so what happens is the no trade clause will kick in on July first of a certain year. So yeah. if you trade that player before, before then, then their no trade will will kick in. Yeah. Um, one more second, one more thing. Oh, so we you are asking like when is the free agency? So the uh, draft lottery sweepstakes, the second part of the draft lottery is going to take place August tenth, mm-hmm. and then with the NHL draft uh, being in mid October, then free agency will take place November first. Okay, so I so, so I was November first. I, I was pretty November first is going to be. Uh, Free agency, and then November seventeenth, eighteenth is oh I know, no uh, then November, November twelfth, twelfth thirteenth is um the training camp. Training camp, yeah. So it's gonna be really tight, and we'll see what happens. We'll see who gets so, uh, some nothing, yeah. Some some breaking news from a, some breaking news from a different sport. What? Who? What happened? Gr- greatest. Greatest sport ever, Major League Baseball. Yeah, eighty-three new positive t- new positive tests. Holy, okay, that's a lot. That's a lot. Thank God the Jays decided to move to Toronto, and that the government was able to yeah. to let them go. Yeah. If yeah. they're, God, it's gonna. I don't know how they're gonna have a, how the Jays are gonna have a season, or how there's gonna be a season in general when they're yeah. they're flying all the way to Florida. Like their first game is in Tampa. Someone's yeah. gonna get it. Someone yeah. is gonna get it if they go to Tampa Bay See, because like shit's going wild over there. And I don't, I, I don't see how I, I can't see a, a way that the season can happen if they're, th- if they're, if they're having travel. Yeah, I guess. But like, we're talking about the MLS, and they're in a bubble already, and like there are a couple teams that like. They couldn't even make it here because half the team had like corona cases, and that's just that's the world we have to live in, and that's how they have to they have to figure out what what they can do from. But the MLB doesn't even have a bubble. The, the ML, they don't have bubble cities. They have yeah, you're I know. playing in your city, which is the craziest thing of all. Yeah, um, I don't know how's that go- it's gonna go. Baseball hopefully is back. I I don't like baseball personally. Uh, watching it is not my thing. I think it's too long. I think it should be like six innings and call it a day. Um, I think okay. If I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be completely honest, 
playoff baseball, some of the most entertaining baseball you'll see because it's actually yeah. like they're good teams. But yeah, like regular I've, season I've baseball, it's, baseball. It's, a, it's a bit it's a bit of blah blah. Yeah. And uh it's just they've the, the MLB as a whole has done a terrible job throughout throughout this virus. They've done an yeah. absolutely horrible job of 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 making their season happen. <laughs> that's yeah. that's just a uh, they've done absolutely an absolutely horrible job. Yeah. And when when Gary Batman is a better commissioner than you, you're, you're you got some problems. Yeah, that that's that's a that's a fact. Um, so talking about about like the bubble cities, so um, each team will be permitted to bring 52 individuals into the secure zone, uh, including ownership, players, coaches, executives, and staff. Teams are permitted to bring no more than 31 players. The list has to uh, the list of players or people traveling has to be submitted by July thirteenth, the day training camps are scheduled to open. Um, so some on other Monday. stuff, yeah. Um, there's some other stuff like you have to bring one physician, one security representative, one uh, phase four officer, and one content creator. So there's gonna be a couple of them. Um, each person in the bubble, uh, there's gonna be daily tests, uh, also with like symptom screenings. Um, like just, just hearing that all those things, positives, positives up and down, yeah. up and down the board, just, you know, they're trying to, they're trying to do, do as much as they can to make the safe, you know, they're testing every day. They're making it so that, you know, players can player players can have some sort of, I guess normalcy, even though they're they're getting yeah. tested and there is a virus, but they're they're making it so they're making it so safe to play, or as safe as they possibly can, and just all that pauses from the NHL and just yeah, some claps right there um, in the NHL. Fantastic job so far. So they're gonna be maintaining isolation. Um, they don't have a specific number to uh, to proclaim an uncontrolled breakout. So that can like if there's five six people. They can be like, that's not an outbreak. Um, if it's fifteen thirty, that's and yeah, I'm that's gonna, obviously. I'm going to say that's an outbreak. So they're they're like, I think they're leaving like it open so that they can have control of the thing. Um, yeah, bubble life. Everyone has their own room. Um, there's going to be like fitness rooms, pools, hotels. They're going to have bars that are going to be closed. Sure. They're just going to be cornering off. Yeah. They're going to be cornering off all the hotels that are there. Like, yeah. like they're going to be cornering off areas, being like, no one is allowed to be in here, and no player is allowed to leave here. Yeah. You stay. You stay in your corridors. You work out. You do your. You do. Your, you do everything that you need to do to stay in shape, but you can't leave here unless you're playing. So apparently, the conference. Okay, so families are allowed to visit in the conference finals and Stanley Cup finals that are going to be happening in Edmonton. So apparently that's going to be happening in Edmonton. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and that's cool how they're letting like family family because that was a big thing for yeah. players in the NBA and I'm sure players in the NHL was like they couldn't like their families just couldn't be there just because you know it would be safe. But yeah, Jason Spezza, uh, Jason Spezza said something along the lines of like. He's been he's been home with his uh he has he has four daughters yeah and he's been home for the for the whole time 
and they're they were they were all saying like like his daughters and his wife were saying something on the lines of get out of here go go play yeah which i thought i thought was was really was really cool my whole thing is like it's cool it's cool that they're letting like family and family in yeah i understand if it's 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 hard to leave your family for that period of time but that if you look back you spent the last three and a half months with them constantly for the last every single day for the last like three and a half months which is like something that like is it like you you don't really see like they don't even have that much time when it's off season like that's the first time in many years that these players have had that much time with like their family and kids or whatever so like we've been we've been cooped up in our houses for three months i'm sure you want to kill your siblings i want to kill my siblings like it's like it's just it's it's i'm actually like i'm just it's just a part of it for some reason everyone keeps saying that but i'm actually fine like i don't like i'm not ready to kill my sisters just yet Mm. Um. Yeah. So it looks like the NHL is co- moving forward. We look. It looks like we could have some normal normalcy of in sports coming back, which is gonna be interesting to watch and just see how everything evolves. We, see what I what I think is is very um is very strange is there's been there's been quite a few NBA players that have literally opted out and be like I'm not I'm not playing. This isn't yeah. this isn't safe. No NHL players yet. And there was yeah, there was a date. That's, that's there was a date. I think the date was actually. It, it might have been. Um, it was. It's, it's either like today or it could have been a, cu- a couple days ago, where like, oh, this is your this is your final day to say I'm not playing. No one has said I'm not playing. It looks like everyone yeah. wants to play, and I yeah. think that that's I, I think that's pretty strange. Uh, looks like looks like you know they just maybe they could just all want to play. That's yeah. probably the the that's probably what's what's actually happening. But I think it's strange how no one, not even one person, has been like, "I don't feel safe leaving my family. I don't feel safe risking risking my yeah. own health to, to go play." Seems like all of them are are, uh, are are playing. But there have been some some key names in the NBA, like Donovan Mitchell, who's like one of the top guys in. Uh, uh, oh no, not Donovan Mitchell. Excuse me, uh, Victor Oladipo, who's one of the one of the top guys in uh, uh, for the for the. Uh, also, Dwight Howard as well. Yeah. Uh, Dwight Howard said he didn't want to, but now he said he's going to. Um, yeah, which and, is like Russell West, Russell yeah, Westbrook, is, and James Harden like haven't haven't come to training camp yet, even though yeah. even though it started. Oh, and so, Kawhi Leonard hasn't come to training camp, but he's gonna come like later. He's he's mm-hmm. not he's not gonna be sitting out. Uh, one interesting. This is like a side note for basketball because we're talking about it. The Raptors are now the longest reigning single season champions in NBA history. Coronavirus. <laughs> Let's go. Um, and then Kawhi one, like, Leonard with the shot, boy. Yeah. Um, Lindy Ruff has been named the head coach of the Devils. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's just another example of how the NHL has 40, 40 names that they rotate through thirty. So jobs. for those people that don't know, he has he was the head coach of the uh, Sabers for. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, like fifteen years. 11, 12, 13, something, something crazy. Fifteen years, fifteen yeah. consecutive years. Like our friend Anthony, who we had on uh, a few weeks ago, like he, like he was, he was the coach of the Sabers, like when they went to the Cup, like when they went to the yeah. Cup Finals, and was like, yeah. And when they were, when they were going to the playoffs, and then he was the last coach to coach. Yeah, he was the last coach to coach the Sabers when they were in the playoffs. Like that's how that's how long ago it was. Uh, he did. I think he coached the stars. He coached the the stars. He coached the stars uh, for four years. 
One, two, three, four. And now he's four years. And then he was an assistant for the New York Rangers for the last three seasons. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, it's another example. Like the NHL has forty, <laughs> like thirty-one jobs for forty people. They're just they're just yeah, rotating yeah. and rotating. Now, yeah. what what's such an older coach? I didn't even know that he still wanted to head coach anymore. Yeah, it's like how. Uh, it, it kind of reminded me of like how Ken Hitch went back to coaching in Edmonton. Yeah, like he was he was he was retired and then just came out of retirement to coach for no for no reason. And now it seems that Lindy Ruff's kind of doing the same thing. And yeah, you know, he, he was coaching he's coaching the Rangers, like head coach, like sorry, assistant coach of the Rangers, and then goes to one of their rivals in the Devils. Yeah, but then, but is it really a rivalry? Rivalry when both of them kind of suck. I think the Rangers are definitely better. Yeah, but like they sucked the last couple of years, but like before this year, before they signed Panera and, and got like Hapokaka. But it's another thing of even though, even if the Leafs, the Leafs and Habs still suck, it's still it's still a rivalry. Yeah, I guess yeah. it's bra- it's bragging know. rights. It's bragging yeah. rights. Yeah, I think it's more, bra- but no, I think the Rangers have more of a um, more have a rivalry with um, the Islanders than they do with like New Jersey. I or maybe I they still don't. Have, I don't know. I, I no, I, I'd say you're you're 100 right. I still think the Rangers. I I have them at, like to win. I have them to win like their their first round. I have I have a lot of faith in them. Who are they facing? Uh, I'm looking that up right now. It might be the Islanders, or I could just be completely wrong. And I have and I'm not trying to be mean to Islanders fans. I actually have no faith in the Islanders whatsoever. Yeah, I don't because have because really. their because their mentality and their their coaching style. Um, doesn't doesn't work for this. It won't work for this format of everyone's fresh and everyone's new and everyone's just going to be, yeah. you know, going going crazy. And they're not a go crazy team. Yeah, they're a defensive team, so they're going to like try to slow mm-hmm. everyone down. And if everyone has fresh legs, that's not going to happen. Uh, Hurricanes, Hurricanes, Hurricanes. Are who the uh, Rangers are playing. The Islanders are playing Ooh. the Panthers, and I could I could I could see them winning. If uh, if the Panthers get good goaltending, um, which is honestly again, that up, series, that series, that series is left up to goaltending because neither yeah. team has great scoring, neither team has amazing defense. They're kind of just average for both, and I think it's just going to go down to goaltending. I don't even know who the um, uh, I think it's Varlamov. Goaltender. Varlamov? I think oh, it's Varlamov. Who who? Varlamov, I didn't know he was like, I didn't know he was like 32. I literally thought he was in his 40s because it just seems like you know it's like those those players yeah. who have been around for so long. You just think yeah, that yeah. they're that they're so extremely old. Like to to me, I have I've been watching hockey for so long. I've been watching hockey since like Alex Ovechkin wasn't the captain of the of the Capitals when he was like an assistant captain. That's how long I've been watching. I've been watching. Sure. Now that I see, now I see him, he's got like this. Gr- he's got like these gray flow, this just silver fox yeah. thing going yeah, on. Yeah. I'm just like, you are an old man. You are an old man now. Yeah. I still wouldn't mess with you, but you were an old man. Yeah. Wasn't the Hurricanes player and that I tried see- to mess with him? And then he got dusted. Um, Shvetsnikov? Probably. I, I can't. Shvetsnikov. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Um, I saw I saw that. Speaking of Shvetsnikov, 
I saw this when we were talking about the Olympics. They were, they were throwing out like these mock uh, Olympic squads. Oh, I was yeah. I was gonna say. I was just gonna say something. They're like, oh, Ma- Ma- Mike Babcock is projected to be head coach of the Olympic oh, team in twenty twenty two. And I read that. I'm like, I'm like, you shut guys. Up. I understand projecting teams. Why are you projecting head coaches? Who knows who's gonna be the head? It head might co- just be because he's coached them twice. Yeah. But if I like. I'm not. I'm not saying that like, oh Sheldon Keith. Like obviously not. But I. I think that. Like I. I wouldn't be a. Claude Julian. Like, Him like, or. Isn't the head coach of the St. Louis Blues Canadian? Uh, I was I thinking know, but... him too. Um, I can't remember his name. I know he's an ex hockey player, but I can't remember his name. But yeah. Here, here's the line that they put for the. For, uh, for for Canada, so they put uh, Marchant with Crosby and Bergeron, um, which is just imagine that line together. Yeah, um, Matt Barzal, Connor McDavid, and Nathan McKinnon. I didn't. I guess like Matt Barzal is really good. I wouldn't put him that high in the lineup. Yeah, I I I was surprised with them putting Matt Barzal there because he's he's a good player, but I don't think he's better than like some of the players below him. Like, like John Tavares, John Tavares. They put they like, put him ahead of Steven Stamkos and John Tavares. Exactly. Like that should be it. Should be McDavid, Steven Stamkos, and John Tavares. Yeah. Okay. What's the third uh, line? And then they put and then they put uh, Stammer with Braden Point, and Mitch Marner. I would actually flip John Tavares and Mitch and Steve Stamkos just just for the f- fact of having Mitch Marner and John Tavares together. Yeah. Because you have teammates and, then and they, they have chemistry. Tavares. Then they had Tavares, O'Reilly, and Mark Stone. Uh, that that's a pretty good line. And then their extras were Huberto and Mark Shifley. I think I might switch Shifley and Stone because I think Shifley is just a little, a little bit better. Because Sh- I'm surprised Shifley, Stone Shifley made the a list. Very good player. Where's Excuse? O'Reilly? Uh, fourth line center. Fourth line center, true. With with Mark Stone and John Tavares, I think it's true. absolutely like asinine to put John Tavares on your fourth line. I would put Matt Barzell on the fourth line. Put Stamkos yeah. on the second line, and then Tavares and Mitch Marner on the third third line. Third line. Yeah, because that would just realistically, the... realistically, this is just like a prediction, so like it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. But it's another thing with so many of these players playing wing are centers anyway. Freaking, you have mm-hmm. Patrice Bergeron on the wing, yeah. Nathan McKinnon, Stamkos, like, and Tavares. Yeah, it was like like that you thing can just that... rearrange them however however you want. Just put them in a blender and mix them up. Yeah, it was like that thing that like I don't know who said it, but there's like Team Canada um, has uh, twenty like twenty six centers and one left wing or something like that. They yeah, had, like twenty seven. Something crazy. Yeah. Uh, so th- and then the defense they had Petrangelo and Kale McCarr. Uh, Kale McCarr, like he's 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 fantastic, and so is See, Al- and so is future so is future Leaf Alex Petrangelo. And, See, um, my thing is. Kyle McCart is really young. I don't understand why they just slap him on the first line. So then, and, um, okay, that's that's a good point. But the the next one was Morgan Riley and Dougie Hamilton. Is Morgan Riley really like one of those best, one of the best Canadian defensemen? Yeah, if he he's he was on the Olympic team, was he not? I don't think so, because I don't think because the because the last time they went was twenty fourteen. They didn't go in twenty eighteen. True. And I think right. in 20, 2014, he was like a rookie. True. But, yeah, okay. And you know what? If I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna be 100 honest, 
this this could be take it however you want and Lee fans. Dougie Hamilton's gonna be too old. I don't think so. If pa- if Petrangelo's there, I don't think Dougie Hamilton's too old. True. Okay, what was it? If, if I'm gonna be the the most honest, Morgan Riley is is the best defenseman that the Leafs have had in the last ten years, maybe even fifteen years. Yeah. That that. And to uh, think that Brian Burke took him at five is yeah. There's a unbelievable. lot of there's a lot of drafts that the Leafs have done recently, or like in the last decade, decade and a half. That's like I'm like, how did no one else draft them above? Like William Nylander, how did he no was one? Eighth. Dra- yes, how did no one draft him before? The Canucks Mitch took Marner Jake Vertanen over him. Yeah, Mitch Marner too. He got drafted like the Travis Dermott. Like, how do you not draft? Like, what? Um, Travis Dermott yeah. was a second round pick. Those 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 early second round picks are are picks that those players usually turn out. Yeah. Now I look at Travis Dermott's draft after him. The literally the pick after is Carolina's taking Sebastian Ajo. Yeah, Sebastian Ajo. So the Leafs passed up on Sebastian Ajo, but realistically, would they have been able to afford him? No. So, no, I don't know if they passed up on him. I think if if we we lacked forwards, they would have taken him. Exactly. But like we didn't and lack forwards. We needed defense, see how so. you like how screwed the Leafs have been without without Morgan Riley whenever he's been yeah. injured. It yeah, sh- yeah. shows how important he has been to this team for for a decade, basically. Half a yeah, decade. Yeah. And when Riley was taken, Riley was taken in one of the worst drafts ever in twenty twelve. First pick was Yakupov. Yeah, which he did not work uh, which out. Didn't turn out. Uh, second pick was Ryan Murray, who hasn't been, who has not, is still playing, but has not turned out. Third pick was Alex Galchenyuk, who is grasping at straws to stay in yeah. the NHL. Yeah. Fourth pick was Griffin Reinhardt, who's never played a game. And then fifth was Morgan Riley. Yeah. Like, and somehow we got the best out Morgan of that Riley, draft. Morgan Riley's one of those, one of those guys where Brian Berg is always like, you know, I took Morgan Riley. I also took Nelson yeah. Kadri. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. I so for, I think I really I I think I underrate how amazing how amazing Morgan Riley has been because yeah. just as Lee fans just as Lee fans oh fucking Riley there he goes turning over the puck again yeah and we really Leafs, forget how amazing Leafs fans he's been love looking team. at the negatives of players and if you like really look at it there are more positives than negatives when it comes to many of our players but we just seem to focus oh, on the negatives so many of our players yeah. And that that could have something to do with just being in the the media mecca of Toronto. Yeah. Okay. So I was thinking about this. Like, um, this is kind of side note, but um, for do you think they'd include like uh, Brendan Shanahan in that fifty-one players? Because you fifty-one players, like Brendan Shanahan, there's fifty-one players you can only bring to the bubble. Yes. Fifty-one players and staff. Uh, players and staff. Sorry, fifty-one players and yeah. staff. Just like, yeah. Would they bring like the GM, or no? Yeah, yeah. They have to bring them. Do they though? Yeah, they do. They do. They do. Yeah. You okay, can't just zoom in your GM on 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 your laptop and watch the game. Like like they're they're all a part of it. Sure. Yeah, I guess they're all well, a part like, of it. Yeah. That's I know. And one more thing, so, if last, you're a Leafs last, fan, okay, yeah, keep going. And wants it wants to like get like a really like in-depth uh uh explanation of like the rebuild and just like how we got to where we are today uh watch be be leafland 
Um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that video. Yeah. So in that video, it's on YouTube. You can just Google it. Um, uh, in that video, the guy was talking about how um, Nylander was taken so low because they had they thought he had his dad's attitude of being a difficult person to deal with. And he Apparently, does because he held out for fucking two months. Piece of shit. Yeah. No, but like they, they actually had like he, he they thought he was like locker room poison, so that's why he got drafted so low. But he's not. He's great. He has great hair. Mitch Warren went low because of his height. Like just yeah, just st- stupid things are 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 always what turn off you know GMs to GMs to think. Yeah, you know? which is really interesting to watch as like, but like. They, all these like little things tell GMs not to take them, but then all of a sudden, all if you take the the chance, they turn out amazing players. And exactly, yeah. And then hold on, just these last two players on defense with Shea Theodore and Drew Doughty. I'm surprised Drew Doughty's even here. No, Drew Doughty's gonna be way too old for that. He'll be like 36, won't he? Maybe maybe not 36, but I think he'll be like he'll be like 32, so, something like that. Oh, I always thought he was older. Like I thought he was already in his thirties. Uh, he's, I think he's thirty right now. He'll be thirty-two. Oh, true. Do you think Travis Dermott so, makes the line? No, he's not. No, no, he's not. He's not there. Um, the goal. The goalies were the goalies are Carey Price, Jordan Bennington, and Carter Hart. Carey Price is not there. I'm sorry, Carey Price. Yeah, Carey Price I was. Is not there. I was gonna say. Um, I was just wondering who else was there. Uh, Carter Hart. Is there really no other back goalie that's better than Carter Hart? Um, Wait, is Carter Hart uh, Philadelphia's goalie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Carter Hart. Carter Hart. One thing with him is he might be a bit too young and still not like. Oh, we'll yeah, see. I, I agree. He might be too have, young, but we'll see how he plays for the next couple of years. So we'll go from I'm there. Putting, like, I'm putting Jordan Bennington as my starter 10 times out of 10. Yes. Carey Price is. Like, like he's the most uneven. I haven't unknown. seen Carey Price. We have not seen twelve million dollars. I haven't seen Carey Price. Price play as well as he has. I haven't seen Carey Price play as well as he's supposed to since twenty seventeen. Yeah, we have. We have. Have fun paying him ten and a half million dollars for the next six or whatever yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, like I haven't seen him because people keep saying once the season starts, oh Pittsburgh, watch out! You know, Carey Price could get on a roll. I have, I haven't, I don't, I don't believe for a second that Carey Price can just for a five game stretch pull, pull a rabbit out of his hat because he hasn't done it in years. Yeah, it kind of sucks though because he was such a good player and like he couldn't do anything. Oh, with he the was team. the greatest player in hockey. And he got that giant contract. And I think if he didn't have that contract, he would have probably been traded somewhere. If Carey Price doesn't get injured, like, because Carey Price was out, like, in 15-16, the Habs were, at the beginning of the season, the Habs were the were number one in the league, you know, just just killing everyone. Yeah. Because Carey Price was started was stopping every single shot, and they were winning yeah. games 2-1. Two, two, yeah. Carey Price then gets hurt, and they miss the playoffs. Maybe like Carey and Carey Price hasn't been the same since that injury. Yeah. So maybe this time off like is helping him recover and just get back to his like old form, I guess. But then, but then it could also backfire where he just kind of cripples and not gives out, but does not return to his old form. So 
It could go either he way. Hasn't, he hasn't been Vesna Conn Smythe. He hasn't been like Vesna and Hart Memorial candidate Carey Price in years. Yeah. Since, since that injury, he hasn't been up to that form. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if, I'm gonna, if I'm going to be completely, if I'm going to be completely honest, you see stuff like that that happens to Carey Price. He's out for a full year. If you're a Brooklyn Nets fan, don't expect Kevin Durant to just waltz back into waltz back onto the court and throw up 35 points a game. See, okay, I think that's a bit different. Cause Kevin Durant's foot got injured. He might not be the fastest, but I think his shooting is still gonna be the same. Just he's not gonna be that, players that take be... a year off from injury, it takes them really long to get back to to, yeah, to get I, back to it. He's not going to be shooting 35 points, but he is going to have lots of points just because of his like form and how long he is, and he's just just over everyone, just buckets upon buckets. Over that, that's I, I see where you're coming from. Remember, like I remember in Game Five, he was basically playing on one foot and yeah. threw, and threw up like I don't know 12, 12 points, and then got then got injured again. Yeah, but exactly. He uh, I. I hope I hope he's gonna return to form yeah. because he's because he's one of the best players. But actually, no, I don't. <laughs> because he's in our conference, and if he's gonna be good, and uh, what's his what's his buddy's Kyrie. name? Kyrie, Kyrie Irving's gonna be good. Then we're gonna be screwed because we're gonna need actually Pascal Siakam's got this. We got this. We got this. See, but this, but Katie says he's out for the for like the the playoff or whatever that's happening. Oh, he's not coming back. I thought he's coming. No, back. he's not coming back for that. Oh, okay, true. Okay, that's so, good then. But like when he co- when he comes back, I I'd say like don't expect him to right away be be Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah, obviously. He might not be Kevin Durant for a full year, but yeah. And people are going to be like, was he worth the money? Yada yada yada. But yeah. But players that sustain long term injuries when they come back. It takes them a while to become themselves. And Carey Price has, hasn't they, been himself since then. Since then, or they don't return to their old form and they mm-hmm. just tumble down like that, which is interesting to see because he got that max contract and they have nothing. Like he hasn't done anything for them, but he got that max contract. So Knicks fans, you might want to be happy about that. Yeah, yeah. Poor bastards. Take uh, care. Take care of RJ Barrett. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you saw, but do you see Chris Boucher? I did not. So he is jacked. Like, he is ripped. So it's going to be fun to see the Raptors play. They had a Black Lives Matter bus coming uh, wherever they're sitting. That was Orlando unbelievable. Order. That was so cool. Um, but, like, all the basket- all the Raptors players are jacked. They're all yoked. Did you see Zion Williams? Like, um, like, after, like after, or... Like after quarantine, like he started, he was, he took a photo or someone took a photo of him in like a gym after quarantine. And he is not after quarantine, but like coming during, out of during it, during it. Yeah. And he's but he's yoked, yoked anyways. No, but, but he's he always over- been yoked. See, but the thing is Zion, Zion was overweight. That was the whole issue because his weight or his body could not support the weight. That was the whole issue with Zion. He was too heavy for his body. So he 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 lost a lot of weight when they were you know how he wasn't playing for like the first like half half some half season? So yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's why. He had to he had to relearn how to walk. Like 
<laughs> yeah, dude, the guy, the guy is, the, the guy's been he's yoked a, like for a long he's time. A but he's he, a like, oh, tank. he's the guy's a tank. Yeah, but yo, search Chris Boucher. He's, I, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's pretty. He's he also pretty yoked. So it's gonna be fun to see the Raptors play. He's always been uh, a skinny like like I always liked him, but he's always been like this a skinny kid. But I guess yeah. Now, but now now he is. And a his like bigger. he his his whole like just body structure was kind of off. Yeah, he was really off, tall. Off. He was really tall, but like he had like he was like he had nothing. He was just like exactly. flimsy. So now he got yoked, and he's gonna be great. Buckets upon buckets upon buckets. Um, for our like, I think we're gonna wrap it up soon. But for our yeah. music listeners, um, there's a new Juice World album that came out today. His post mortem album, um, that came out today. So if you guys want to go listen to it, because I became a uh, fan of Juice World within the last like after his death, like I started listening to music because I didn't really like I listened to his music, but I never like really noticed or listened to him like directly. I just had a couple of his songs, and then I started listening to him. And it's sad that he left us too soon. And um, for our other people that like the other type of music or different type of music, um, Qu- uh, Quinn92 released an album. I don't know if you know who that is. Uh, he's just like this uh, singer from. I'm not, a, I'm not a rap guy personally. Uh, no, he's not rap. He's like pop and like things. Oh, okay. So it's that and Juice World. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have any recommendations? Um. <laughs> No, I just uh, when it comes to music, I just like I listen to the radio. That that's just what that's just the music I listen to. That's I awful. mean, like I I grew up I grew up playing in- instruments, so like I know I know that yeah. kind of stuff. But like I just listen to like pop and stuff. Sure. Like, do you have Spotify though for Apple yeah. Music? No, I, okay. Yeah, Spotify. Generic thing. Um, Spotify was down today. I was really grumpy about that. <laughs> what is it down? Yeah. Is it still down? No, uh, no, it works now. But like in okay. the morning, you kind of open it. It would just crash the moment you like open it. Bastards. So yeah, um, I think that's about it. Um, thanks, we guys. We love for Spotify. Listening. A frequent listener of our podcast. See, I I prefer Spotify over um over Apple Music. It's I don't know. I like the layout of. Spotify. I've I've only tried Spotify. I've only done Spotify. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Music. Um. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, Yeah, see you next week. Wednesday, Thursday. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Bye.